You're listening to Angels and Awakening, where we believe daily life can be lived from a constant state of love, joy, peace, bliss, ease, and grace. Why are people always searching for a better way to live? Because there is one. Life doesn't have to be stress-filled and anxiety-ridden. You can make lasting changes that lead to a life you love. My name's Julie Jancis. I have the gift of connecting with angels and bringing through their healing, positive messages to my clients every day. Join us on the Angels and Awakening podcast each week as we explore big spiritual questions, interview experts, and bring through angel messages. I'm so excited you're here. Hello, beautiful souls. I am here with Kate Grant for a Friday angel story, and um, you're going to love this one. So Kate Grant has written the book, Before You Were You. And if you go to check it out, you have to check it out under Catherine Grant. But Kate um, never lost the ability to remember what it was like as a soul on the other side before she came here. And we're going to have an episode coming up in a, a couple weeks here where she tells that story and she talks about her book. She talks about being a life coach. Very amazing session that we just had together. But today she's going to talk to you about a couple of angel signs, messages that she got from her loved ones on the other side. So welcome, Kate. Thanks, Julie. Hi. These are fun stories. I love talking about how um, angels from the other realm surround us and love us and they're here with us all the time and how they love to interact with us and play with us. Mm -hmm. um, they're not just sort of these floating around, you know, godly ethereal beings that are like, oh, you know, talking about <laughs> prayer all the time and talking about all the religious stuff. It's not like that. They very much, um, in my instance, anyhow, they walked among us. And so now that they're no longer with us, they like to play with us still because they miss us. So um, I lost my sister to brain cancer when she was 33 years old and she left behind a beautiful family, a husband and two children. And we were very close, best friends growing up. And I very much missed her. I, I had the opportunity to minister to her um, daily during a six month period just before her death. And I was able to care for her and I missed her very much. I miss her very much every single day of my life. Mm -hmm. I wonder what she would have looked like. I wonder what sort of advice she would have given me. I, I wonder how she would react when I didn't take it. All of those fun things that sisters do. So um, this particular story is so awesome because I love birds. I am that crazy bird lady. I've had a pair of zebra finches. I've had three different pairs over the past basically the past 20, 21 years or so since my sister had passed, I became obsessed with them after she passed. And one of the reasons is because growing up, we, we intermingled very differently. I became sort of this white glove debutante. We were raised in a very, um, a very large prominent family in the South. And my sister didn't want to have anything to do with that. She had more of a servant's heart. She was a speech therapist. And I was this creative dancer. Um, so anyhow, I got into junior league and I owned a business and I taught dance and my, my life was just sort of overwhelming for her. And she was always saying, Catherine, you have to slow down. You just have to slow down. You've got to enjoy life. You've got to smell the flowers. You've got to feed the birds. 
And at that point, I was so busy and so type A. And so, you know, I have obligations and people expect things of me and, you know, very different personality than I am now, um, as we um, will discuss in the other podcast, <laughs> everybody but myself. So um, anyhow, she, um, she said, you better watch yourself. I said, let God take care of the birds. I don't need to feed the birds. And she said, you better watch yourself because when I die, I plan on coming back as a bird. And so fast forward um, 10 years later, and she was suffering from a, um, a terminal brain cancer, and she did not have a way out of that situation. So when she passed, I became almost immediately obsessed with birds. And so I went and got my first pair of zebra finches. I love their little song, and they flit around the cage, and they're not noisy parakeets, although I've had those um, in the past. And so... Um, I, she died when I was 30. So a fast forward again, 10 years later and in the background, <laughs> it is like, you can hear them in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cute little guys, Butch and Sundance. Um, and so it's, so on my 40th birthday, I looked out the window. I was on the, I was having a phone conversation, someone wishing me happy birthday. And when I looked out of my window, there were these gorgeous bluebirds, which are my favorite bird anyhow. The Rocky Mountain Bluebird is just a very cerulean blue, very bright blue. You can see him even when he's in the tree. They're so blue. And there were a ton of bluebirds, not just a few, but a ton of them. Mm-hmm. And so I started, I started counting them and I actually started laughing on the phone to, I, I believe it was my other sister that was on the other line. And I was like, there are dozens of bluebirds outside of my window. This is so weird. I've never seen anything like this. And it was so fascinating and, and so weird. She said, well, maybe they're migrating through. I'm like, maybe, but I've lived in Colorado all these years and I've never seen this many bluebirds at a time. So I started counting them. I hung up with her and I started counting them. So there were 40 bluebirds outside of my window on my 40th birthday. I even called my husband. I texted my neighbor. I had people come over and count them. And these bluebirds stayed in my yard for over an hour. And and we all counted them. There weren't 39. There weren't 45. There were 40, exactly 40 bluebirds. And I knew, I just laughed. I, I looked up to the sky and I gave thanks and gratitude because I knew my sister had sent me those bluebirds on my birthday. Absolutely. Oh. I just absolutely love that story. So fun. Yeah. It's so so fun. fun. Because, you know, we all, you know, we'll see a cardinal or we'll see a blue jay and we get our signs, right? Sure. 40 birds. 40. 40. Yeah. On On my 40th birthday. On my 40th birthday. Yep. Incredible. So the signs are everywhere. And if you just look for them and you play with them, you know, what I write about in my book too is uh, pennies from heaven. My, my late husband used to pick up pennies and say, he would kiss them and he would put them in his pocket and he would say, find a penny, pick it up all day long. You'll have good luck. Yes. His whole life. And we were childhood sweethearts. So I knew him for 34 years before he passed. And my husband gives me pennies all the time. 
all, I see them everywhere when I'm in a, a, a place of wondering about what to do with our kids or whether I'm questioning a move or a big, um, a big decision or whether I'm just thinking about him and missing him. Mm-hmm. Literally, I will pick up a napkin in a restaurant and there will be a penny there. Or I will pay cash for a meal and the change will be a penny. Or I will open up the trunk of my car and on the bumper, how does a penny get on a bumper? <laughs> so it's really fun how he plays with me. And it's interesting how you'll talk to a lot of spiritual teachers and they will tell you that energy, we are such pure, strong energy and how energy moves metal. We're transmitted through cop- through wires mm-hmm. for electricity itself, mm-hmm. for energy. So, so metals, a lot of people are spoken to through coins. Um, you know, whether it be a dime or a penny, quarter, nickel, whatever your connection was. So so I started sharing that with my mother-in-law because she was so sad to have lost her son. And she, she said, Oh, I don't know. I don't know if I believe that. I I just am not sure. And I said, that's okay. He'll send us some pennies. And she was up for a visit. Um, she was up for a visit. And I remember sitting at my um, breakfast uh, bar, and she moved a placemat. She moved her placemat, not mine. She moved her placemat to shake off some crumbs, and underneath that placemat was a penny. Now, I didn't put it there, and I lived by myself. And I know she didn't put it there because she didn't even believe it. And she just started crying and crying. And she has sent me text after text after text messages. She lives in Texas and uh, about how he has left her pennies too now. So, Well, I love that. And you know what I see so often is that it does tie to what we were just talking about or a thought or us missing them. It comes at the time that we're thinking about something. There is a connection there. So if you're listening to this, if you get a sign from your loved one on the other side, if you don't have many people on the other side, but you're still seeing number signs, it's okay. You still have a spirit team on the other side. You still have angels guiding you, loved ones on the other side that you don't know because you can't come here with all of the massive amount of souls that you know on the other side. So know it is a gift from them and try and recall what you were just thinking about before you got that sign. Um, Kate, you have another story too about just a random encounter with a a psychic medium at a birthday party. Tell us that one. Yes. 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 So this was very interesting. And, and this was right after my husband passed. He had only been gone about seven weeks. And I was at a birthday party um, for a friend and visiting colleges with my son in California. And I'm from Colorado. And there was a birthday party and the doorbell rang and nobody was answering. So I said, okay, I'll do it. And I went over and I opened the door and this little tiny blonde girl was standing before me. We introduced ourselves to each other. And the way the sun showed on her blonde hair, it just lit her up like she was an angel. She just looked, she had that angelic presence to me immediately, right when I met her. So she came in and further into the party, she kind of stopped and she said, uh, hang on, hang on. I'm getting, I'm getting something. Um, someone here has just lost a husband and I was just a friend of the girl that was having the birthday party. So nobody knew me at all. So my friend and I were the only two in the room that knew that I was a recent widow. And, um, so she continued to say, um, yeah, he's very insistent. He says that this woman 
is here, his wife, and that she was the love of his soul. And then she said, oh, oh, hang on, hang on. Okay, wait a minute. Apparently, my husband was very insistent with her. <laughs> she said, no, no, she was the queen of his heart. Mm. the queen of his heart. And that's when I knew my husband had called me the queen of his heart since I was 17 and he was 20. So I knew for all those years and all of our lifetime together that he called me the queen of his heart. And so I knew that it was him. And then he continued to speak to her. He said he, he knew that I was sad, but he wanted me to know that I, that he was happy and that he was perfect and he was exactly where I told him he would be and um, not to worry about him because he was having a great time. But he wanted me to grieve a little more because, and then she paused and said, because he said he's worth it. <laughs> and that was so my, my husband, he had such a great sense of humor and that he would send me someone. Uh, and, and I have to tell you, I write all about that in my book, Before You Are You. I, I go into great detail about who he sent who that person was, what the meaning of that was in my life. It is a great, great story. Yeah. And then I have a a necklace that my husband had bought me um, a very long time ago that ties those two stories together. We were at Cherry Creek Art Festival in Denver and out of the blue, my husband ran over to a table and saw this necklace. It was hand forged out of brass. Mm-hmm. And it was so beautiful. On one side, it has a, the card, the queen of hearts. And yeah. on the other side, get this, it has birds. Get out of here. <laughs> right? So yes. I, wear that, I wear that necklace so often. It was so special to me. And I wear it often just as a reminder that my sister yeah. is there in the other realm, pulling from my every goodness. My husband is there putting that protection and seeing my life in that eternal perspective mm-hmm. that they can see from that space. And just that all of everything loves me. And I'm never ever alone, ever alone. So when I have those doubting moments, when I have those insecurities, all I have to do is close my eyes and remember the people that loved me because they are there and they're so strong in my life. And that presence is so strong for me. Mm, Thank you so much, Kate. That just warms my heart. I want to um, tell everybody where they can find you. Where can they find your book? Where can they find you online? They can find me online at mycrazymojo.com. And um, that's my company's name. You can find out all about me and what's going on within that company. And then you can go to Amazon or Barnes and Noble and you can um, just search before you were you, Catherine Grant. And oh, that's my book. Yay. Um, thank you everybody for being with us. I've got a couple of freebies for you. I pray for everybody who subscribes on my website, which is free. Pray for all of them every morning. So if you want um, free prayers, go on my website and subscribe at www.jancis.com. The link should be in the information there. And uh, if you rate the podcast five stars, if you review it, um, if you leave a positive review and email it to me, you're automatically entered into a drawing to win a free session. So thank you everybody for being with us here today. Thank you so much to Kate for your time. Thank you. This was fun. Oh, good. Yay. Um, Well, I hope everybody has a blessed day.
disclaimer. This podcast provides general information and discussion about energy healing, spiritual topics, and related subjects. The conversations and other content provided in this podcast and in any linked materials are not intended and should not be construed as medical, psychological, and or professional advice. If the listener or any other person has a medical concern, he or she should consult with an appropriately licensed physician or other healthcare professional. Never make any medical or health-related decision based in whole or even in part on anything contained in the Angels and Awakening podcast or in any of our linked materials. You should not rely on any information contained in this podcast and related materials in making medical, health-related, or other decisions. You should consult a licensed physician or appropriately credentialed healthcare worker in your community in all matters relating to your health. If you think you may have a medical emergency, call your doctor or 911 immediately. Again, angel messages, energy healing, and the information you receive here does not constitute legal, psychological, medical, business, relationship, or financial advice. Do not take any of the advice given in any Angels and Awakening podcasts or sessions in lieu of medical, psychological, legal, financial, or general professional advice. Please note, Angels and Awakening is a podcast produced by Chicago Energy Healing, a company with locations in Wheaton and Naperville, Illinois. (music) 